Hello, thank you for joining me on another episode of You Did It, the podcast. I hope you're enjoying the show so far. And if you are, all I ask is to please rate, review, download, and share it with your friends and community. And keep tuning in each Tuesday as I bring you a new guest and topics of conversation around the parenting journey. This week, we have two special people on with us, Rochelle and Paul Barron. I invited them on the show because I wanted to get to meet the people behind a brand of swim diapers that I fell in love with as a new parent. They started Bow and Bell Littles in 2015, and it was a collaborative effort. Both Rochelle and Paul and their Nagere swim diaper gained notable attention from figures like Barbara Corcoran and was celebrated by Parents.com. Trust me, if you're looking for an amazing swim diaper that works and want to support a small business, head over to Bow and Bell Littles or BBLittles.com. They're also on Amazon and get that little in some swim gear so they don't, you know, shit in the pool, as we're about to hear. So sit back, relax, have a drink if you need one, because you did it. being here kids are in yeah, school they are one more hour and then the craziness <laughs> begins i love it it's like sunday fun day on monday but like not really <laughs> we have soccer practice at what 4 30 and then football practice at 5 30 oh my god welcome everybody this is rochelle and paul Barron. They are the creators and founders. Can I say that? Is that true? Creators and founders. You did this together. Yep. United of one of the most amazing swimwear brands out there that you might not know about. BB Littles. Because it's for your littles. So they don't shit in the pool. <laughs> um, and other things. But guys, I want to know about you. I think what I really love is meeting people like you. Because you're the people behind the things that I love and getting to know you. So that's why we're here today. So thank you for being here with me on this Monday afternoon. Like, dive in. You have kids. You have two kids. Like, how do you do this? Like, you're on a schedule. I just heard you talk about, like, you're going <laughs> to school one more hour. Soccer, then football, uh. then time out, bedtime, eat dinner. Like, oh, man. Like, what a life. Insane. Um I don't think that people tell you what it's like being a parent (laughs) before you're a parent. I mean, they try to tell you, but you don't really hear them. (laughs) They're like, enjoy, enjoy them while they're little. You're like, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, you got, you know, throw up running down your shirt. You're like, yeah, I'm I'm enjoying this. You're like, what nice clothes. (laughs) Right. These old things. But it's true. Because like last night, um, Yesterday, Bo had a little birthday party. <gasps> happy belated. Well, well, he went to a birthday party for a friend. Oh, okay. Well, happy belated to that person. So it was it was fun. But then I had like a little date night with Lael, Minnie, Rochelle. I don't know. I just like the little things. You have to enjoy the little things. Yeah. Life has a whole bunch of little moments. That's true. I mean, give us give us a little intel on the both of you. So what's your journey you guys like what's your story tell us about you like where did you meet like how did this happen our dating story is pretty comical itself yes we met when i was a freshman in college a friend of a friend um and then we didn't see each other for three years and um i had just come back from a study abroad trip 
Okay. And I, my friends like kind of had moved on. It was like a weird transition. I only had semester left. And so I connected with him because I was like, I need like adult-ish friends, not like college friends. Does that make sense? Adult-ish. And I'm I'm still (laughs) adult-ish. Yeah. (laughs) So like I, we were into rock climbing and I lost a rock climbing partner and I knew that like he was rock climbing. And so like I reached out and we met for coffee we were in the climate and then we had children <laughs> it's a lot of how a lot of things go he asked my parents if he could marry me at the end of my sister's wedding reception because it was i thought it was good timing oh, that's cute oh you asked your parents i think it was cute that's so old school i well her her mother made it very apparent that she wanted to be included in the conversation not just the father okay so, okay. Yeah. I guess like it kind of rolls into like, oh yeah, we started a business when our son was a baby because we thought, hey, this is a great idea. <laughs> this is the whole angle, right? Because like everyone's like, what are you doing on your podcast? I'm like, I'm literally just shooting the shit with the people that I want to meet. But like, tell us how that started for you. And then, you know, what's your, what's your boy's name? His name is Bo. Bo. And Bo is, you were saying to me, the inspo of yeah how it all started. But like... So did you ever try a different swim diaper before you tried ours? Guys. Hi. You got it. The narwhals is the my favorite. Where are mine? Like, I want my own. Like, are you going to make these for the elderly? Just saying. Or we have patterns. Yeah. Sh- Actually, we, we have patterns in that size because there is need. There is need. But my point is like, no, I never tried a swim diaper before I tried yours, guys. Here it is. I'm just flashing it into your faces because I didn't know about them because I never grew up with them because it just never happened. Right. Like, I don't even know what I wore when I was learning how to swim. I have to ask my parents, like, what did you wear? I I think there are like these like I think Gerber makes these literally like actually plastic plastic pants. Yeah. Weird. I don't know if I want that on my body. And they're like, we've, I've gotten some, so we get like weird returns from Amazon all the time. Right. Because that's one of the channels that we sell on. And so like we get all of our competitor diapers and then we get like weird things, but like one of them has been like those plastic pants. Never seen it. And I'm sure that that's where it got its start. But like we tried and we were given an iPlay diaper. Okay. And Bo was six months and he was like 20th percentile. So real small. Okay. Okay. And he's a chunk. It it didn't fit him. Yeah. Like at six months when it was supposed to fit. Like what's an iPlay diaper? Like for everyone out there listening, like what is that? I've never heard of it. So iPlay is like the one, like they look like underwear and they have lots of fabric in them so that they absorb pee essentially. Right. But they absorb water, like lots and lots of water. So how is that productive? I it's almost counterproductive. I I don't know. Like, so we put that on him and like it didn't fit. So then we bought disposable diapers, which are so terrible. Right. Like so terrible. For swimming, like for swimming. There's, disposable there's, swim diapers yeah, specifically, yeah. like because you have to wear swim specific diapers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't they don't work. No, they, like, yeah. they don't work to stop. Number one. I mean, I don't even know why I'm saying this pee or poop because literally like, yeah. You said shooting the shit like literally all we do in this brand is think about poop yeah. and poop jokes or how keeping poop out of pools. Guys, I think this is why we've aligned. Right. Yeah. <laughs> poo is on the brain. And you're in the phase, the potty training phase where <laughs> where there is going to be so much. Conver- there's probably perpetual poop conversation 
and pee. Like 100 percent. And not to segue into like my life. But yesterday we already sorry, Nova, we love you so much. But like exploiting this instance, we literally had two incidents where we went through two of these because she had swam like the length of the pool ingested a little bit of water and is just excited and then like got out and totally like in her swim diapers and then tried to run back into the hot tub and i'm like no and we caught it we stopped it and what was so cool about your swim diaper guys i wish i had a video to show you but it might be too explicit they're like your swim diaper okay she wears it on level two here right now because we've got the bigger size yes you can hear me clicking it together feel like i'm doing an epic infomercial and i'm terrible at it but like the little seal that you have like around their legs for sure held everything in and i'm talking poo juice you know this episode is brought to you by bb littles the best reusable and eco-friendly swim diaper to help you prevent three big oh moments with your little including pooping in a pool so head over to bblittles.com or find them on amazon and use code you did it for 20 percent off at checkout and now back to our podcast so gross so gross so i've seen it we like <laughs> it worked we tried when, once we had the diapers and everything like we like literally had to keep them on our kids like all day long yeah. for them to poop in them. Yeah. Because like for a lot of kids, it's a sensory thing that they don't poop in the pool when they have some diapers on. And some kids like it's, they it's relax the and they do poop. That Nova, Nova's a both. Nova did both things. But our kids like were not. They like would refuse to poop. Like they would wait and like literally we, we would wear it all day. Yeah. And then be like, okay, like we just have to go off. somewhere and like take it off and put a regular diaper on. And right. immediately they would poop. Interesting. We were in Anaheim for Ma- Mommy Con. What's that? Well, yes, it's an event that we will we shall not name. Oh, okay, <laughs> there was, okay. there was a problem there was with a big PR thing that happened yeah. with it that was a anyway. Well, it was this it was this expo. Text it to me after. Yeah. yeah. So it there was, was a this storm. We'll go it was this like mom expo thing, and it was really cool. Um, and we were there as a vendor, and yeah. it was at Great Wolf Lodge in Anaheim, and so we were swimming afterwards because why Obviously. would we not? We're a swim diaper company. Why would we not go swimming? Yeah. And Lael kind of had like that borderline poop where you probably shouldn't swim, but we were there anyway. So we did anyway. Yeah. Kind of like the diarrhea stuff. That well, it wasn't diarrhea. It was oh, like- no, it definitely was. Yeah. Oh. Definitely was. Yeah. I don't remember. Right, but- <laughs> the soupy, the soupy poopy. Yeah. So yeah. like I was like pretty hypervigilant the whole time, like watching her. And at one point we were like Anaheim has this like outdoor play area and we were out there and I totally could tell. And I was like, oh, this is not going to be good. Yeah. But like I get her out and we go into the, like the bathroom. Yeah. And, and like the amazing thing about our diapers is like she could stand. So that yeah. made yeah. huge like help. Like we unsnapped it and I held it. And it was like this soup. gross, soupy mess yeah. that I had to like pour. Into- <laughs> yeah. Guys. On this episode. Well, can you imagine like <laughs> using a different diaper that you have to like pull down? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like That's... how do you like that? How do you even get all that into the toilet? It wouldn't like it would be an absolute <laughs> even even with the snaps. It was so all over the floor. Even with your snaps, like you got to be like snap friendly because if you like like jerk it open you're like ah that's funny like, that's almost what happened with me yesterday and we were outside so we have to hose her down because we like we take her to the grass and i'm like okay babe and luckily with like the heat 
the water's nice and warm coming out of the hose. So it's like, <laughs> but I look, you know, if someone saw me from across the, the fairway or something, they'd be like, what is spraying the kid? she doing? Like, I'm just like hosing down my kid. Like, but now she's getting used to it. And I think it's helping condition her to go poo in the potty. Like, I think she's like, I don't want to do this anymore. So I think now she, maybe hopefully she'll be like, ooh, I got to go. Let's go to the potty and not go in the hot tub. Yeah. But like, how did you start this? Like, you got the diaper for Bo. I play didn't work out. You said you sourced out something else. And then what was the aha, like, light bulb moment where you're like, hold on a second. I can make something better. Like, what did that process look like for you guys? So what we really we we really emphasize, like, the, the pain point that stuck in our head with Bo of, like, we started swimming with our friends. At the time, he was the eighth kid born in our friend group in the year. Cool. You know, like, when you're all all your friends are pre- like everybody's pregnant at the same time. I'm not, but I understand what you're saying. But you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Like generally with your, like your, I was the old person, your friend group. But anyway, so we had like our, I also have no friends, Paul. So thanks for bringing oh. that up again, but okay, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. <laughs> well, he was, he was like the eighth child born in this group of friends this year or that year. So, um, he was actually the youngest, right? For a second. So we start swimming. We have this, iPlay. play, I really wanted to use it. It was her concession to me to use instead of cloth diapers because right. I was like, prior to having kids, I was like, let's do cloth diapers because, oh, because no. one I'm cheap. No. Um, and I'm like, if we just buy this once, then we're never going to have to buy diapers again. But then what about buying your life away, washing them? Yeah, exactly. And that's exactly <gasps> what she said. I wash them all the time. And she's like, no, no you, you won't. won't. No. <laughs> you will wash the first two or three loads and then start. Not even and then two or three me. loads. It would be like the first load and then like <laughs> tap out. And guys, we're not here to shit on cloth diapers, pun intended, but also cloth diapers, guys. Like who has time? It's a lot of work. Also, bless your soul. If you're doing that, I respect if you, you do that. You are Mm-hmm. You are an amazing person. Mm-hmm. So it is a lot, a lot easier than like it sounds. Like mm-hmm. I've had a lot of friends that have successfully cloth diapered. Like I am not like someone who's like on top of a schedule who like could do like laundry, like and be on top of laundry, like all the time. like And waiting there. Yeah, mm-hmm. this is probably like one of my least favorite things to do is laundry. So we had a friend <laughs> that gave us this iPlay. And it was like her concession. Okay, we'll try reusable swim diapers. This was in December. Cool. So we tried. It didn't fit. And we we start using these disposable swim diapers because that was the only really o- other option that we knew of. Right. Did you know you have to throw them away after every time you use them, whether they've pooped in them or not? Yes, because they're kind of just like normal diapers, right? Well, they have they don't have the polyacrylate crystals, which is like the stuff in the normal disposable diapers the disposable swim diapers which is what absorbs the pee yeah. by the way right that's what absorbs that's what balloons up so if you keep if you see a kid that has like a giant it's because he used a regular diaper yeah instead of a disposable swim diaper so they have a disposable diaper then they have disposable swim diapers so we start using these swim diapers and bo both of our kids actually had really sensitive skin up through at least three but like they all do they i think they all do, they all do. i think all babies do 100 percent I think all babies do. And so we As noticed like that, that water staying next to his skin would yeah. give him diaper rash even worse. Yeah. You know, like, and it's. Well, and the material that are in the disposable diapers, like, isn't very nice. No, it's not. No. So. Like, and the elastic in some of the um, 
other reusable options like isn't very nice either like it's really kind of stiff and rough and so like like a bad bra it reminds me of like a bad wire bra or like you would never really know this paul but you know you know what i'm talking about or like when you sleep with like a like a hair tie yes around your wrist and it like makes that deep purple mark like that's like what those would do yeah Yeah, so um in march um one of my friends was promoting this training to help launch like products and businesses on amazon yeah and the promotional material made it seem like it was an mlm scheme like (laughs) seriously it was like and i and i stopped watching it like in my little my older sister actually sent it to me because she knew that i had a background in digital marketing great and she's like hey have you seen this thing that nate's promoting i think you'd be good at it so basically what this this course was was it it taught us how to kind of identify trending opportunities on amazon cool and then essentially like how we could go and then connect with manufacturers to make these so cool this this thing that happened in december with Bo, and then now we're you know still swimming with him at our local rec center is going on in the back of her brain when she's doing her product research right okay so she starts looking up swim diapers because this was like march april ish and she's thinking like okay what opportunities and not surprisingly parents had the same experience that we did great that the only things that were on the market really the single size brief style yeah. reusables yeah. just were too tight. And it was just the constantly the same complaint. In fact, the, the number one complaint that we have, well, number two, we have two complaints with ours. One, it doesn't contain pee. Well, they're not supposed to. It's not supposed so to. So there you go. Yeah. And the second biggest complaint is that it's too small. Too small. I think that that's just a response to people don't know that it needs to be tight enough right? It needs to be tighter than a normal diaper. Yeah. You're not looking to cut off blood flow. It should be. I understand what you're saying though, because like, I think even when we got the swim diaper, this is way before we even knew you as the people, right? Right. I just figured it out with Ryan. Cause it was like, you have the two, you know, you have, here's my demo. Like they're adjustable, right? right. So you can have them like you can anchor the first button and then if you got like a cutie cutie little thunder thigh yeah you know what i mean like you can go to the other one or whatever you can angle it in a way that is going to tighten seal but it's not going to cut off and constrict right that's the thing with babies is that they you get like the super cute michelin men chunky chunkers right yeah and then they don't fit for a small phase until they start slimming out and that, yes. and that, and that, that chunkiness goes into length. <laughs> Love how we're talking about chunkiness goes into length. It's true. Well, I mean, it's good. Like yeah. the kids, they're like, their their little rolls turn into, <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. they're not cute anymore. Into muscle. Yeah. <laughs> that was basically the common experience that we had. We were looking at all the reviews and all the reviews are saying the same thing. Yeah. And up until this point, like the businesses that I had run had all been service-based businesses like web development and web design and that sort of thing. Okay. Okay. Um, and so I'd never sourced products. I'd never thought of this. I'd help people that had e-commerce stores. So I had a background in like marketing brands. Cool. And the, the true secret sauce is, is really her because what we did was I was working nights as a waiter. Yeah. Okay. I was trying okay. to, during the day I was working as, um, I was trying to start a web development and, and marketing firm web development, like SEO stuff. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I was working like 60 hours a week. She had just had Bo was at this point, eight months old. Cool. And her goal was to make enough money to, to not have to go back to work because. Yeah. I love that. I love that goal. Yeah. So like in her, in her thing was like, we were looking at the economics of her going back to work. It's like barely not like not very much money coming into like fortify the home, right? Like it's well, like because we would have to the trade off would be we would have to have daycare. Yes. And then paying for the daycare is 
so insanely expensive yeah. when yeah. when it especially with infants. Yeah. And so the the economics of her going back to work going back to work the trade off for us didn't make sense because we would rather somebody like us. Yeah. Her raise yeah. the child than another person yeah. and keep a little bit. And so <clears throat> it was kind of a response to she wanted to make enough money on the side and it ended up working. That's amazing. And it was so what we developed was this, you know, adjustable line. It was really it's a modification of a cloth diaper, really. All we what we've done that's novel is just completely remove any absorbency because again, swim diapers are not designed to contain or absorb urine. It's just like a swimsuit. Right. Like it, my bathing suit isn't gonna contain my pee. Like it's what it is, you know? Like Right. It will hold water okay, in that. Well, sort of- so there's the outer layer, um, which is made of like a laminated polyester fabric. Yes. And then there's this inner soft layer, which is what is against baby's skin. Yes. And you want so- super soft, like non-irritating fabric yep. against the skin. And then you also want elastic that's not an irritant as well. And yeah. so like that's kind of where our design came from. But it's cool because you're right. Like it is waterproof. So guys, for everyone listening out there. Like I got to, you got to check out my Instagram, but you'll see what I'm talking about and check out their Instagram too, BB Littles. But you'll see that like, let's say your kid goes poo in their swim diaper. It won't like the poo juice that we talked about earlier won't leak through the swimsuit. It'll leak. If it leaks, it will be at the leg hole. Like, yes, but not through like the bum area. Like it won't leak through like that fabric, that fabric part where the design is like it stays. But it is. Yeah. Like it's it's fantastic. Like what was the whole like R&D part annoying? Was it frustrating? Did you find that there was people receptive to your idea? They're like, oh, you're fucking crazy. Like this isn't going to work. Like Um, I'm sure there was probably like with any business startup, there was probably the trolls out there now that we're like, ah, oh, there's still trolls. Wait, there's still trolls. Yeah. There's always trolls. And it took, I mean, it did take our friends and family like a while to like understand what we were doing, what we were doing and why we were doing it. Because I, like I come from a background of people who like get a job, you get a job. Oh, okay. Okay. And you work and you work really hard and then you retire and then you do the motions. Yeah. Yeah. Like my grandparents were farmers. So like, you know, like, Hard work of the land. Yeah. 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 They're like, work hard, put your, put your back into it, put the hours into it. And so this was almost like, Hey, entrepreneurship and like doing your own thing and doing a business is like, are you sure you want to take that risk? Yeah. 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 But what a cool risk. And like, it's helped. How many people do you think have these on their kids right now? Cause I'm thinking like hundreds of thousands. I think a quarter million probably. Yeah. Yeah. Good. And as they should and more should, because I think they're so lovely. I mean, your prints are cute. They're easy to take and travel with. They're easy to clean. I mean, I throw them in the wash. We live in the desert out here in California, so I just, like, let literally let them air dry outside in five seconds. I mean, you could put them in your dryer, too. But I just love, I love what you've done to expand, pun intended. Uh-huh. Woohoo! Um, I'm such a loser, you guys, but I love it. Um, <laughs> I just expanded the swimsuit diaper with the snaps here. You can hear. I I can do this all day. Um, I mean, when I came across your... I don't even know how I came across your product. I think it was... Obviously, we started ISR with our kid. We put her in the survival swim classes. And they said that we have to get um, swim diapers 
and our coach specifically avoided the ones that you were talking about. He's like, don't get these ones and don't get like the diaper brand swim ones. That's so crazy because a lot of other ISR instructors like want the other ones. Want iPlay? Oh God. Well, no, it's funny because our guy, David, he was, he was actually on the podcast. Um, he was episode one, but we talked about it and, and, um, you should do it. You should maybe try and do a collab with the ISR people because they have their own. They do have their own that they... we've talked about it. Like that's one of those things. And that's the other thing as a business owner, there's no shortage of things that you could do. Yeah. One of the things that we had actually talked about, Rochelle was actually playing with the idea of becoming like trying, getting trained as an ISR swim teacher. Do you have one in your area? There's a couple in our area. Like actually when Bo was a baby, the closest was in Boulder, which is about an hour or a long mile. That's far. That's a drive. That's about 45 minute drive. Yeah. But girl, you're driving an hour for a 10 minute class every day for a minimum of maybe eight weeks until they click and then pass. That's a, yeah, that's a lot. It's a commitment. It is. I'm, I'm glad we did it. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I want to do it too. I'm like, if I have time in my life, I kind of want to do it. <laughs> it is. And like the training itself is like an investment. Like it's not cheap. Yeah. Either. No. And it's, but it's a life, like you have it for life and it's a skill, but that's how we found out about you because I needed to get these on her. And David, our swim coach was like, here, well, you get, you know, the cute little ISR one that like you get when you sign up. And I'm like, okay, cool. And that fit her for a minute. But then she started evolving and growing and those thighs came in. I'm like, these aren't really fitting. And I think I found you because I just I'm I became an Amazon creep. Like when we moved out to where we live now and it was like covid whatever end of that stuff. Everything was on Amazon. And that's how I found you guys. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God. And then I ordered like however I ordered all the ones you had available on Amazon, all the prints in her size and we still have her OG one that finally got a hole in it because Rocky kind of like my dog, Rocky kind of got at it. We played tug <laughs> and that was only they like they're well made. They've been through however many washes. We we spent a lot of time making sure that like they're the highest quality material. The hard thing about Amazon is that it has almost become like a comparison cheaper like whatever is the cheapest, because yeah, one of the things that we've learned a ton there. So we have a love hate relationship with Amazon. Cool. Um, love you, Amazon. Yeah, I love to hate them. Is what I mean. Yeah, it's just there's working with Amazon is they definitely care about the end consumer, which is good, but they care about making money over anything. Mm-hmm. And like, it doesn't necessarily matter if there are people knocking off your products perpetually mm-hmm. or taking over your like there's ways that you can take over people's listings. Oh my God. I don't even know what that means, but it sounds awful. So so think of our <laughs> listing, right? Like where you bought our swim diaper. Yeah. Yeah. There's yeah. ways that people can take over those and then inject keywords that would list you as an adult product, uh, which is what happened. Okay. So that happened a in lot. July of twenty one. Uh like a competitor did something bad to our listing and like it affected our sales for nine months. And then we had to call like the way that it was like algorithmically based. And so we had to like fix the algorithm Uh, of our stuff for another year. Amazon is not a product and service company. They're a data company. And what they do is they sell you products based on the data that they collect about you. They know about you. They know everything about you. Right, right, right. So they know who changed their listing, who took it over. 
because our competitor is going to be making money whether or not we are. And so people are now that being said, like we we had increased sales on our website and whatnot. But Mm -hmm. that's a lot of the things that like you were, you know, asking, you know, what do you want to communicate on the on the podcast? I think that like things that I think of is like when when we shop on Amazon, I think a lot of times um, general we meaning like Americans, we don't look at like where the products are coming from. Um, and not just where they're coming from, but like who is who's selling them, selling them, like who the manufacturer is, because it makes like it makes it a makes huge a difference. Deal. Like there's a competitor that sell, sells three diapers that are pretty much close to what ours are. Their their fabric quality isn't the same. Mm-hmm. Well, nothing is the same. Like the fabric but, quality is lower. The stitching is lower. The snaps are worse. But like it makes it like difficult for us. Yeah. Like as an American company trying to get the best quality product when there is it's like it just looks like it but it's not like and you can't see those differences yeah even like with them next to each other yeah, there's there's may last for like a couple months or something and it's anyway but that's what matters like i think those reviews and like for everyone listening that owns a product from bb littles like go and review it like be amazing give them those five stars let them know the truth because like Don't. like i've said i have her first pair still intact from over a year ago. Yeah. And it's just almost not fitting her anymore because she's growing. So I had to buy the because this is I was looking at what age group this this is the zero to thirty six months one. So yeah, so we have two like we we have more sizes on our website, but we essentially have two. Mm-hmm. We have like the infant size, which is zero to thirty six months. Mm-hmm. Which typically, like with our kids, it we'll fit, fit them from when they were Zero to like three. Um, and how economical is that, everybody? Right. And our kids were big by the time they got to three. Like they were 30, 40 pounds. Yeah. And then we have another size that's essentially like eight. It says two to six, two to five. Yeah. But that essentially fits from like 18 months and up. I bought her that too. And they're almost a little bit too bulbous for her. So I have to like do the snaps kind of like in the crotch area. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but it's great because like. You don't know how much money you could be spending a year on, like, whatever those disposable swim diapers are. A, they're uncomfortable, like, all that crap. And then you get this on your kid, and you're like, yeah, yeah. it makes sense. Plus, they're cute as fuck, and you they have are. matching rash guards. It's, it's, I love what you said about them being, like, you still have the original. Like, for me, yeah, in terms of, like, business model— like you want to have a consumable that people order and over and over and over again. And and then you get them for life and then they're, you know, whatever. And then they last forever and no one ever buys your thing again until they're like 50. And the, the, <laughs> the, the, one of the great things about this company, though, is that, yes, it has helped us pay the bills for years. Like, honestly, like because of this stuff that happened on Amazon, we were thinking of declaring bankruptcy. No, it, it was so bad. Like earlier this year. Holy shit. Yeah, because like, we are our advertising costs like kept us afloat for that but time. It ate all of our profit. But it ate all of the profit. Like people are like, why are you selling these at eighteen dollars? Because Amazon like takes most of it. Is that a lot? Not to sound stupid, but is eighteen dollars a lot? Our com- our competition sells the cheap, poorly made knockoffs for like, like a three $10? pack for like. 14 or 13 like a three pack see this is the thing is like consumerism cool cool but like are their prints cute like this do they last forever no and then you waste your money and then you try it right oh that makes me so angry it's it's frustrating but like the the thing is i love seeing when our mommies and daddies put them on poshmark because that says to me that we made a really good product like we made a we made something that's designed to last which is doing its job Mm mm-hmm 
the promise of this is that again, like our company is about creating lasting memories with your kids while they're little. Yeah. Right. I mentioned earlier, like it's a little, it's the little moments in life that make the, that make the life. Yeah. Our little people, like those little moments are big yeah. to them. So that's where I think like those little things, they may seem little to us, but they're really big for our little people. Mm-hmm. Okay. Have you read the book Atomic Habits by James Clear? No, but should I read this oh, book? It's phenomenal. It's so good. Should our listeners and like yes, viewers? Yes, all of them should read it. Atomic Habits by James Clear. It's phenomenal. And basically the premise is that we tend to think of life as like these big momentous changes. And then we make this change and then all of a sudden, but really life is made up of a whole bunch of little tiny, small decisions. Right. And those little tiny decisions have huge impacts. And so that's where I think about like with this, if I can make a decision to be responsible with my money and be a good steward of the planet, right? because we've only got this one, but it's those, it's those little changes, those little choices. I would choose, I'd rather choose to spend a little bit of money now, knowing that it's going to be a better impact on the world, on my kids' lives and my development in the future. Agreed. Whenever we see our products in the wild, like. <laughs> so we went to Fiji this summer yeah. for a trip and there was a girl wearing our swim diaper there. What print? In Fiji. In, it, the anchors. Was, it was the anchors <gasps> print. Did you creep on the parents? Were you like, hey, guys? <laughs> yes, we you know, I did. I totally Actually, did. Like it was our daughter. <laughs> no, our like, daughter just, noticed it first. So she came and told me and I went up to the lady and I was like, hi, like, I know this is going to be really weird, but like that swim diaper, like I'm the owner, like I made that, like that's my company. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, can we take a picture to get like, can I take your picture? And she was like, oh, I don't do, I don't share. I was like on social media. I was like, fine, fine. Like, I just want to like have it like for us. <laughs> for us. Yeah. To say like, yeah, we were in Fiji and someone was wearing our swim diaper. Like of all places in the world, like that's so cool. It was so crazy. Like the mom was American and the dad was um Kiwi. Kiwi. Like so from New Zealand. Yeah. So that makes a little bit more sense why she would have it, but like But you're worldwide. Like they can find you worldwide, no? Yeah. Uh theoretically, yeah. That's so cool. Like that, like I think of like moments of validation in my business in this business in particular. Yeah. And the first thing that I can think of is like day one when we launched. Yeah. And again, we launched on Amazon because that was like easiest path to market for us. Got it. I was at the restaurant serving and um, I had the Amazon seller app on my phone and I started getting alerts. I'm like, wait, we're making sales. Cool. And it was like, that's one of those things where it's like, you know, you do everything, you do all this hard work and you really hope that it works out. Yeah. And then it starts working. And I'm like, this is, it was, oh, we had nine sales our first day, nine. Goosebumps, goosebumps. I, I remember that. And forever. some of them were strangers. Like they weren't my mom buying them. That's cute. <laughs> that was like super validating. Day one, I'm, I remember distinctly, I'm, you know, ringing in an order or whatever at the thing. Right. We had some really cool press opportunities. Like we were on the Rachel Ray show, met yeah. with Barbara Corcoran yeah. early on the Shark Tank. Super cool. Yeah. Like that was fun, but like even more validating for me was when we were on a family trip, we were at Lake Michigan, we're driving and we see a little girl that has our flamingos rash guard and the flamingos matching bottom. Yes. That was the first time that we saw it in the wild. And I almost shouted out the window, that's our swim diaper. But then she would have been freaking out. She's like, no, it's mine. I bought it. What do you mean? It's yours. Well, it's, it's your swim diaper, which, um, we all know how, how do we pronounce the name of it? Yeah, Nazare. The Nazare. Imagine if you shouted that at her. <laughs> That's our Nazare. We talked about that. I'm like, tell me how to pronounce your name properly. 
But it's what's the etymology of that? Because that was a beautiful story. I'd love for everyone to know. So the French, the French roots. So the company name is Bowen Bell Littles, mm-hmm. which started out as an, naming our company after our son, whose name is Bo. Oh. Like his full name is Bo Regard, because that's a family name. Um, but we call him Bo for short. And so we wanted to keep Bo in the name somehow. And so there were some other renditions that just weren't going to work. Um, so we had Bo Littles, and then Paul thought it needed to be balanced. So he added Bell in there, and Bell is the nickname that he sometimes calls me. And that's because I like my, I got my degree in French, and I lived in France for a while. Awesome. Um, I don't use it now, like. We we use it we use it when keeping secrets from kids. Yeah, right. it's great because <laughs> we can't spell anymore because Bo's nine and he yeah. knows how to spell. I love it. And so, like coming up with like a, a word like nage means to swim. Mm-hmm. A nageur would be a swimmer. Yeah, cute. So that's that's where we so came nagere. up with it. Nageur. So the nageur has become our swim line. Mm-hmm. So it's the net. We have nageur swim shirts yes. swim diapers and they're so cute i have the sets for nova well and so like on our website we have our swim shirts and then we have um larger size diapers for special needs kids thank you for that yeah um we haven't launched those on amazon just because the demand isn't high enough but they can find them on your website yeah and that's what really 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 matters and we get emails all the time especially when we run out of stock yeah yes. like i had people bugging me all summer where are you getting back i'm like i'm sorry i ordered them they'll be here sometime someday eventually they're being made yeah. That's great. That's so fantastic. And what the other thing I was I'm creeping your website. And the other thing that I saw is that you guys do this like you've partnered with amazing other things like yeah. what what else do you do? Because I think it's so cool. Well, it's interesting because we've gotten some flack for this for from random people. They're like, oh, I don't want to support you because you this is it's a faith based organization that's Compassion International. And it's amazing. I don't really see it as a they don't actually like. They're not like proselytizing. They're just helping kids. It's really cool. It's like we sponsor, we have four sponsor kids that we have been sponsoring for years. So basically the, the what they do is like you pay a monthly fee, like a amount that provides yes. education, education and food for them and their families. Okay. And so, and it like helps them with clean water. It helps them with getting jobs for their mothers, especially like if they're widowed. Okay. Like one of ours recently lost her dad. Um, And so like they give them extra things and it is faith based, but like that they don't require that like for kids to get food. Right. And so that's something that was really important to us. And so we like sponsor kids. We donate money. But then we also like a nonprofit called Stork Support, which I found out about that through a woman who like was helped like promoting our, our brand and she was a brand ambassador. And she told me, she was like, Oh, I need, I I need more diapers to make these emergency diaper kits. And I was like, Oh, what's an emergency diaper kit? Yeah. It's like, well, we use cloth diapers or cloth diaper covers or swim diapers with either like a cloth diaper insert or like a hand towel. Oh, wow. And they put them in these plastic gallon-sized bags, and then they put them in diaper bags, and they give them to moms that are in need. It's essentially like a cloth diaper. Yeah. But we give, we've given them, like, hundreds of diapers, so they've made hundreds of emergency kits of our diapers. And then, like, they're not even the only, like, organization that has reached out to us asking for things like that. And so we, like often will donate awesome. yeah. diapers that are returned that we can't sell, but they're 
perfectly good. Like, yeah, you're just like almost paying it forward, like consignment vibes. Yeah. But you're you're not reselling them. You're just like, here you go. Yeah. A lot of our sales come from Amazon. The idea with Amazon is that you can buy it and return it no matter what. Yeah. All the time. Like people rent our stuff all the time. They'll use them. They'll come back. Some of them have come back wet. Interesting. Still smelling of laundry detergent or worse, wet and brown on the inside. Ooh. I'm not even kidding. It's disgusting. Not putting on sanitary mode. Yeah. So if this is you yeah. and you've ever looked at Amazon as a free rental service, what you're doing is you're stealing mortgage money from small businesses. True. But like you said earlier, people aren't looking at where it's coming or manufactured from. Right. They're thinking, oh, I'm buying it on Amazon. Yeah. Or, But also, this is why I'm so glad you're here with me today, because I want people to know the people behind these cool brands. Yeah. You know, so thank you. Like, this is exactly. And the conversation is dreary to even have it that people that this is happening with small businesses. But who the fuck talks about that? Like, I don't like it is what it is. It's, it's the reality of it. Right. Like, right. it's kind of pun intended shitty. Um, it is shitty. <laughs> and like, it shouldn't <laughs> be that way. But that's awful. Like, if you are returning poo-stained swim diapers on Amazon, like, hi, who are you? Hopefully you don't shart next time you laugh really hard in a public environment. But, like, <laughs> what are you doing? Worst worst review ever was poor lady got one of those returned. Amazon accepted it and shipped it back out. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on, hold on, yeah. hold on. Pause, 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 pause. Free chat in. Or... So Amazon gets the return. Reviewed it after she used was, it. Was paid by a competitor. So something sketchy happened. Yeah. Or something. Because that happens too. So we get those returns. And then any of the ones that are like clearly, um, like if it's if it's been open, then we sanitize them. Right. So we're not going to, you know, we go through, sanitize them, and then wash them. And then anything that's like open but not used, then we'll we'll repackage and stuff. And then we sell those at like a discount, generally speaking. Cute. In my perfect world, we would not have to make money using this business and we would just donate all kinds of things all the time. I mean, let's make that a goal. Like, hopefully that becomes yeah. a thing where like there's a venture where I would love it. It can just be like, hey, like we're donating however many diapers a year or a month to whatever program or. So, yeah, I mean, anyway. if you have an organization that needs diapers like that, reach I out I mean, reach out and let us know and we'll do the best we can. God, you know who I'm thinking? I'm. Totally talking off the cuff here, and if you're listening out there, but when I talked to um, our swim coach, David, he did mention that organization out there called Live Like Jake. They're the people that help fund ISR classes for people that maybe don't have the monetary availability to, but I'll link, I'll send you their info. They might be a good one to kind of, who knows, Live Like Jake, yeah. I love doing stuff where we do stuff with charity where, like, if we could, like, produce a print for them and they... We donate all the proceeds. So meaning our, our costs, like our hard costs are covered and then any extra profit, we just give it to them. I would love to help. If you're listening, people, like I'd love to help facilitate that. Live like Jack. I'm going to reach out yes. to you. I'm putting that on my brain board. But that's so great. That's so fascinating. So does Bo, like, does Bo know that he's the poo and Spo about this? Like, Yeah. He, he, I mean, like, he went through a phase where he, like, would tell us, Mom, no photos, no photos. And now, like, he's kind of cute. into, like, the whole he wants to be an influencer. Like, I don't want him to be an influencer. We let him do a video every once in a while for us. Cute. Just because it's cute and fun and he likes to, like, act and stuff. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, yeah, he knows. That's so cute. He's like, can I have a TikTok going already, guys? He's like, asked, like, the new thing with kids is, like, the YouTuber. Everybody, it's all, like, YouTube. Yeah. It's not, There like, are more kids now 
that want to be a YouTuber than who want to be an astronaut or a lawyer or anything else. Yeah. But hey, man, I mean, look at that little kid who reviews toys like his parents. His parents really knew where they were going with that one. They started that the same year that we started our company. Oh, that's so interesting. We started the wrong company. <laughs> <laughs> but you did it because I'm so grateful. For we you. did it. Oh, you did it. So, guys, what like what else is in store for you? Are you what's your whole jam with the company? And like, are you going to do more fun prints? I don't want to take up too much of your time, but I mean, is that process simple and is it easy? Do you have stuff in the bank that you're kind of like, let's put this print out soon? Or do you just like where it lives right now? We have a really good community of, of mommies that they're, they're our brand ambassadors and they're, they're amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so we go to them and we'll ask like, Hey, we're thinking of doing these prints. What do you, what do you think? Yeah. So I have like a bank of prints that we want to launch. Um, you know, we're trying to still recover from that, like, attack on our business two years ago. Yeah. Um. So that's there. And we really have always wanted to make hooded towels yeah. and just, like, have this whole, like, kit. Yes. We want a whole capsule of things. So, like, a flamingo hooded towel to yes. match the top, to match the bottom, and then a hat. I love that. So, like... When our daughter was a baby, we got this special like blanket towel thing. Like a poncho. No, no. it's it's so, you know, like the the swaddles that are made of like muslin muslin. Yeah, 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 yeah. So those actually work really well for towels if you layer them. Yeah. And so we really want to create like a hooded towel out of that. That's beautiful. I think we're a couple months out of like actually having that and having that like available. Get ready, everybody. Get that pre-order button ready. Now we just have to manifest that like funnel of an amazing investor money. So if you have connections, you have money and or connections into Target. Come on down. I'll take it. I love that. Or if you want to pre-order one. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's so great. No, I love this so much. I can't wait for that. I, you know, I'm going to be ordering mine. So just let me know when it drops. Absolutely. And so it brings me to my question, Paul, mm -hmm. Michelle, you can answer this individually or as a unit. Looking back on your lives to where you've come to now, where was that point where you can think about and say, wow, you did it. Like, I did it. Do you have a moment like that for you guys, either as like a collective or individually where you're like, there's something in your life where you're like, hmm, I did it. Honestly, I think like for this business, I think like putting the inventory order down, like we're going to pay to get these things produced, give a bunch of money. I think it was that. And then like day one, nine sales. Awesome. That will always be more validating for me than almost anything like I mean, not not many people do decide to work for themselves. And the fact that like yeah. most non generally speaking entrepreneurial person right here, me. <laughs> the fact that she's being doing the entrepreneur grind with me. Yeah. Like, I feel like every day that we wake up is like a, we did it oh, <laughs> and we're awesome. still doing it. That's great. Do you have the same story, Rochelle? So I would say that like with this business in particular, like we won't have made it until like we get to a point where we sell it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like that'll be like our, like we did it. Yeah. We built okay. this thing and then someone like wanted to buy it from us. So Procter and Gamble, if you're listening. You did it. As long as you don't ruin it. But also like having a kid was like a big, like, oh, you did it. You did it. Yeah. You had two. So you did it times two. I mean, like kind of backpedaling here then, but what's the dynamic with you guys? Like, 
Do you have little cute offices beside or across from each other, like desks and shit, where you're just like, hey, babe, here's my idea. And like you like email it over and then you open it. Or is it more just like, ugh, like check your, like, do you have Slack? Yes, we use Slack. We use Slack all the time. And right now my office is in the basement. It's going to be out in the, we're building a studio. So um, both of our desks are going to be out there. Her desk is in our bedroom right now. And she's like, just leave it in here. I'm like, no, bedrooms are for sleeping in, not working. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm like that same creep. I'm like, I can't have work shit in my bedroom. It doesn't bother me. It bothers me. Good for you. Just because you're a robot. I love it. I'm a robot in my own sense, but like in... When it comes to my like den, like the bed, I'm just like. No, she really is a robot. I'm saying it with all the love. <laughs> it's a joke. He's like flavored with love. She is like research and development. She's product research. She is. Yeah. Um, logistics. Okay. She's like operations. Generally speaking, I am the crazy harebrained idea, like risk taker. Okay. But generally speaking. I make division so big that I'm like, oh, I don't even know how we can attain that. And then she's just like, I'm just going to get started. Great. It or really I tell good- him that his vision is terrible and we can't do that. You ground it back down. You ground it. And then I get pissed and I'm like, well, I'm going to prove joke. you we wrong. We have a joke that like I'm his like bubble, bubble pop. His dream we pressure. We have a joke. <laughs> we, she jokes. She jokes that I am the idea. I grab it out of the sky yeah. and I stomp on it. Really? I mean, I'll have all these so idea cute. balloons and she's the idea poppers. Like she's the dream popper is what she says. But does it infiltrate? Like, do you guys like ever shut off? And do you, are you like, okay, Friday, 5 p.m. Bloop, date night. Like, is there ever a time in your lives where you just where you just don't talk about business or work and you're like, Hey babe, do you want to go rock climbing again? Do you know what I'm trying to say? Like we used to work. Yeah. We used to work every day Yeah, and like let everything, like all the notifications and all the emails and like that just creates like this constant like pressure of needing to do something. And so we decided last fall after I read this book that we just needed to like keep Sundays like we just picked Sundays just because it was easier yeah because the kids have sports on Saturday and so there's like other like lots of activities like on Saturday that just keep us from being able to do not do stuff and so like we try and turn our phones off so if you if you have any friends that are um practicing like um like religious Jews it's a modeled after the concept of Shabbat but not yeah. quite so strict yeah for us that means not checking email for us that not means- watching on your iPad Okay. Not no conversation about work at all. So yeah. if, if one of us brings up work at all, it's the other person's responsibility to say, we'll work on Monday. I have like a very active brain. Right. If I have that bubble thought and I don't kind of like record it on my iPhone or like talk about it to someone or write it down, it almost like I lose the momentum of like the vibe to get it moving. Yeah. Yeah. I secretly like really want to work with my husband, but like, I feel like it would be like an awful nightmare because we function differently in terms of like our processing and stuff, but he's such a great person to be alongside. So like, it's just those questions of like, you know, the dynamic and like, how do you, if you have a brain fart and a thought and it's that day, like, do you secretly go to your office and like write it down? Like, (laughs) do you ever break that code? This is what I'm trying to get at is it's tough when you're, just the people there on the ground with it too at the moment, you know? It's hard. Like I've cheated on it a bit, but like the biggest thing that for me, it's a grounding in like the way that I talk about it with the kids is that every week we're going to take a vacation. Cute. And Sunday is a vacation day. And what that means is that we're going to get ready to take a vacation by, so we don't work at all. And so again, for like me, 
one thing that could be restful for me could feel like work for somebody else. Now, that being said, when it pertains to actual business and work, that's the hard draw. That's a hard line. It's just a practice that you have to start and you have to stick to. Mm -hmm. I think that there's this false perception that I tend to have about myself that if I don't do something with it right away, it's not going to be any good. Mm. But I found that sometimes writing down the idea and then coming out of it when I'm out of that emotional state of like, this is a brilliant idea. I look at it and I'm like, actually, that was a really stupid idea. I'm glad I wrote it down. Interesting. But that's just me. Like, so work for me is like checking my email, checking my Slack messages, yeah, opening up like our website app or um, the Amazon app or any of those things. Like, yeah, those are, those are turned off. Like I don't open those. That's awesome. Rest for me is like doing like a color app on my phone. Cute. You know, color by number, color by number. And I just sit there like literally it like makes my brain turn off. I don't have to think about literally anything and I can just sit there and just do numb, nine numbing things. So like, what are your, if you had, if you could give like one or two pieces of advice to couples that are working together, like what would you say keeps it going? You know, you have to set like concrete boundaries, like literally like because my kids are in school, like I work from basically nine to three. Awesome. I, I, of course I do things on my phone later, but like my meetings and like projects that I'm scheduled to work on. Like us here right now. Like nine to three, like after that, like I have, I'll do little things for myself, but like I need to be present for, for my kids. Love it. And, and for Paul. Yeah. If I don't like have that hard boundary, then it, it just is easy to just seep into the rest of all our life. I mean, it. I'll add on to that, not just have, so I think you need to communicate, you need to have boundaries together Yeah. and then you need to have, so like, again, like for me anyway, I really think that you need, everybody needs a day off a week. And so I think that people need to pick a day off and keep it like sacred for lack of better words, like where I think that there's this big lie that's been perpetuated in our society that like the harder the work, the more you're going to achieve, which is not necessarily (laughs) wrong. You do need to work hard and you do need to hustle. Yeah. Well, you know, we need to have that 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 rest yeah you're not sleeping every night you're not gonna have a good day the next day yeah and i think that if you're not taking time off like just one day a week it's one out of seven that's really not that much which is like maybe we should have more if i'm being honest if we can afford to well and that's that's what's great about being an entrepreneur is that we have that flexibility like to take a 30 minute power nap yeah to like power through to get some other tasks done. And your kids see you too. Like your role models for them, they see you working, they see you working yeah. together. Like it must be really cool for them to see that as role models and also like what you've created. Like I would be so rad. Like I don't know. If I was your kids, I'd be like, "Yeah." It's funny cuz like like I want my kids to be the best thems yeah. that they can be and I recognize that that may not be them being entrepreneurs. Yeah. That being said, like I am confirmation bias. Like I am biased towards the entrepreneur way of thinking because you're going to life is living life is risky. Working for somebody is risky just because you work a job doesn't mean that you're going to keep it. It doesn't mean you're not going to be fired. Like the difference with being an entrepreneur is you're, you're the front of that. You feel all the pain. Yeah. 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 That being said, like my son perpetually talks about the businesses that he's going to start and what he's going to do. I love that. I don't, I want to encourage him in, in what he wants to be. And if that means going to college and getting a degree and working for somebody else, and that's his place in life, like where his calling in life, then I want to help that. Yeah, no, that's awesome. I think that's so beautiful. But right now, you know, he's he's nine. And so he sees me. My job is weird because it's like it has me traveling a bunch and it has me also sitting in front of a computer for 
way too long every day. But also you're home. I'm home. But you're home. And that's, I think, kind of the, the beauty of it, right? Like, I think a lot of kids of this generation are now seeing more of us, their parents, you know, dependent on what they're doing, like more available to be at home because now this whole pandemic thing happened with this hybrid work idea where it's also kind of like, cool, yeah, be at home and let's have lunch together or let me pick you up from school or whatever. That's so rad. Well, guys, I don't want to keep you too much longer because it's time. I feel like you got to go pick your kids up from school. (laughs) And it was such a pleasure to meet you both and talk to you both um, because I'm already as you know like guys I'm so obsessed with their swim diapers Um, but we can find you on Amazon we can find you on Instagram do you have a Pinterest up? we do is it BB Little? I think it's just BB Little's across the board check them out and they've been so gracious Um, there's a code for our listeners too you can use you did it on any of their platforms yeah but guys thank you for being here with me this afternoon and i am spreading the good vibes out for you i'm going to reach out to all the people i can think of thank you so much it is so nice to put the faces behind the brand so like bring it out to the public but thanks thank you huge thank you to Paul and Rochelle Barron for being here with me on this episode of You Did It. And I hope they made it to their kids' practice on time. And a big thank you to you because you did it. You're here on this journey with me. And it honestly couldn't make me happier that you're tuning in every week because all your DMs that I get from you on Instagram and your reviews on the podcast really put a smile on my face. So thank you because you did it. Ha, 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 ha.